Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I wish I could eat Stephen. Donnie. I don't think they're going to be able to respond to you right now. What's, what's the deal here? There would be more order in a regime brought up with yourself and me. So you're looking for like a minion? <laughs> no, a partner. You turn around and you see a skeletal figure. Who the fuck is that? Nergoth Blade Lord. And uh, what's his deal? He's one of the originals. Oh, an OG. That's what they call him. Original Greg. Your hit point maximum is reduced <gasps> by 20. No. Through your backswing, you see coming down the hall towards you a horde of zombies. Am I able to grab that finger bone and break it in half? I, like, just completely put all my muscle into this last attack. He just kind of crumples into nothing? You hear the rising, groaning yells of the oncoming zombie horde. From behind you, you hear calls from human creatures as they move in to fully surround you. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. Hi, I'm Amy Moore, and I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Johnson. Hey, that's me. I play Nulara Moonbrook. And Tom Laird. Uh, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. How's everybody doing today? Good. Doing real well. Still a bit sick, but good. Obviously not snarky. I had I had nothing, like I had nothing quippy to say. No. Very no. subdued. Mm, okay. Love this energy we're carrying in. It's, it's good to go into it's a battle. It's very serious. Because we're like mid, like it's, the shit is hitting the proverbial fan right now. Like it's happening, so. Things aren't good. They're not great. Last I recall, zombie horde approaching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 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 Sweep that under the rug. You don't have to worry about that. They'll just just eat your brains. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's fine, right? Where people won't eat your brains is over on Patreon. (laughs) Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We can't guarantee that. Um, Touche. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So far, so good. Um, we can just say that the track record of non-brain eating has been high. We are brain free over in Patreon. Okay. (laughs) Is that what you mean to say? (laughs) I mean, we're brain free. Us four. Our patrons are intelligent, attractive, wonderful people. Just the best. The best. The best kind of people. And when you are a patron... You get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce your last name, Craig Zeiss. Ooh, thanks, yeah. Craig. Oh my thanks, gosh, Craig. that's a fun last name. That is. is such a fun last name. There's a Z, a Y, and another Z in it. Ooh, oh. and it's only four letters long. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> that is fun. Amy is very easily impressed today. So thank uh, you. My last name's Johnson. It's like the most generic, boring mm. last name there is. So like. Zeiss? Amazing. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> More. Ours is actually just an adjective or an adverb. Is I'm a... more hungry. Yeah. How hungry are you? So just is, yeah. More hungry than you? Yeah, sure. we're an adverb. Yeah. I know words. Um big deal. So thank you, Craig, for not being an <laughs> adverb. Um and thank you, Patreon, for being all awesome. Totally. That awesome. is yeah, that you guys are all fantastic. Unless anybody has anything else. No, I just want to kill some zombies. Well, fuck it, let's play D&D. We see dragons tearing and chasing through the air. Most of the airships have been downed, some in allied territory, others surrounded by screaming and fighting mobs, being held back by magical shields dispelling undead and holding walls up to keep cult mercenaries at bay. 
We see one of those ships at the base of the well, crashed and splintered apart as giants, mercenaries, and devils close in on its position. The deck is ablaze, and we see a few figures clamoring out of the wreckage. One of those figures, Thaddeus Sicker Cremuffle, who wearily climbs up to a vantage point and peers over, seeing the oncoming attack. He calls out, Anyone uh, have any plans? He sees panic set in among the several younger ship hands and soldiers. He reaches into his bag and pulls out a slightly dented metal cylinder. He cracks it open and peers inside. Well, are you ready? I hope so, just like we spoke about. Thaddeus throws and releases the contents of the cylinder towards their attackers. What looks like dust and dirt gets caught up in the air, and one at a time, slowly at first, then faster, thousands of grungs emerge full size, weapons drawn, and rush the oncoming Cult of the Dragon. Climbing and leaping over giants who suddenly claw and strike out at their own allies, some begin screaming and running as they are touched, rolling down the side of the mountain. It is covered in a rainbow of grungs. As we race and follow down the mountain, we see two cloaked figures enter the tunnel behind where our heroes entered and fade into the shadows. We hear the undead groans and yells from cultists as they converge and surround the hallway where Flint, Thea, Nulara, and Donnie stand. Oh my god! So good. So good. They came back. I was actually concerned. I was like, I was they're never going to make it home. pulled out the metal tube. It was so, I got so excited. <laughs> Tingles. Last we recall, Flint uh, was at the T of the hallways where you had come from staring down the horde of zombies having just killed Nergoth Bladelord. Thea, Nulara, and Donnie were facing off against the four drakes who still remain. Further down the hall in which you were headed, you hear voices from cultists calling out. I'll just say, narratively, you are at like a, you know, you're holding things off. No need to immediately jump into initiative order. Uh, hey, Flynn, good job. Uh, sure, thanks. What do we do now? Well, I think, Nular, you have these guys handled? I think I'm halfway in between where Flint was because I remember running to him and then Flint ended up killing him and me being like, yeah. oh. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, yeah don't cool, worry about good it. Good job. That's no, fine. That's no, What do you it. see, Flint? Uh, I don't know if it was the guy that we just fought or what, but there's a there's a horde of zombies coming our way. Excuse me, what? Mm, yep, there's a lot of them. They're about 20 feet from the turn in the hallway. Tree, have we decided are they running zombies or shambling zombies? Shambling. Are they running or shambling? They're uh, they're they're not slow, but they're definitely not running. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> they're lurching around pretty fast. <laughs> Puppy dog panicking right now. Uh, guys, we've got three options. Zombie horde, don't know, more drakes. I'm still immune to damage, so I'll keep fighting these drakes. So do we want to, like, push past? I don't think, like, zombies are going to wait. Like, fair. Or do you guys just want to run? Let's fucking I mean, run. Towards we could just book the it. The voices. Voices. What do you think? I say voices. Yep, I'm in. I start wolf running. You all begin to book it. Nulara, you make room for uh, Flint, Thea, and Donnie to get by. The drakes jump at you and are clawing at you. Think I maybe have both swords out? Because why not? Sure. Right? Why not? Flavor-wise, I like it. And they're, like, going behind me, and I'm just, like, you know, slashing out. Just in case one of them, like, gets dumb enough to, I don't know, walk into my sword. Either of the swords. Sure, yeah. Reckless new Lara's like more more fun. <laughs> you manage to in your your spinning and back 
handing swords and knives and stuff, take out three of them. The other one turns and sees the undead horde coming down the hall. As you all look over your shoulders, you hear the groaning begin to echo down towards you. The drake sees this and runs back down the hallway in which it came. As you carry forward, you see coming around the corner at the other end of the hallway, carrying torches and various weapons, about eight to ten members of the Cult of the Dragon that you are now charging towards. Do they all appear like they're living? They appear living, so most of them are talking, barking orders at each other, prepping for possible collision. As you are running towards, you see them finally come around the corner, putting uh, faces to voices. How far into this like next section are they? And how far behind us is the zombie horde? Uh, you kind of round a bend, so you see them disappear. They're about uh, 60 feet ahead of you, which the hallway that you are running down keeps going, but also is an intersect. The zombie horde behind you is about 100 to 120 feet behind you, shambling, so they're not moving as fast as you are. But they've essentially cut off... That direction. (laughs) So there's no turning around and choosing the the other hallway, is what you're saying. Uh, There still is the Drake hallway that they have not got to yet. Uh, Can I roll... um... (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking an intimidation roll. Uh, And I'd like to pretend like we have the horde of zombies working with us. And I want to, like, threaten the group that we're running towards that they better get the fuck out of our way or our horde of zombies is going to be here momentarily. I like it. I like it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, So line of sight, they probably can't see the horde of zombies if you're hoping to use that as Mm -hmm. leverage. Oh, I'm going to tell them that it's coming. Okay. And then when it (laughs) shows up, hopefully they will be like, oh, my God, he wasn't lying. And they fucking get the fuck out of there. Cool. Gonna need two things. Gonna need... Okay. Exactly. Like, narrate for me what it is. You'll roll, and I'll tell you how they respond. Okay. Uh, so I kind of look at Nulara and and Thea, and I say, Guys, we just need to keep them busy till our horde of zombies is here to help us. And I, like, I yell it real loud. All right. That is a, with my bonus, 28. Yeah, they stop dead in their tracks, and you hear them kind of mumbling quickly, and they turn and look the way they were going, and kind of weigh their... They're like, ugh, I don't know. Should we... They stop and listen for a second. You guys are closing in distance now, and they... uh, Some of them start running back down the hallway, which you are going... A couple of them are just standing still. They don't know what to do. They've kind of panicked at this moment. Can we just, like, push on by them? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I growl at them. Sure. You're just kind of pressing by, not moving to attack anything, just... I mean, if they were just kind of stunned into silence, I'm happy to just run past them. You four pile through them, knocking them to the side. Everybody make a perception roll as you do this, and as you... 21. 15. 24. As you pile through them, Thea, you kind of look over your your shoulder. You see that the undead army is coming in behind you, but you also see a bright light following in behind them, like a massively bright light following in behind them. Nulara, you turn to see the eyes of a dragon looking right at you as you are running straight past this hallway. Uh, guys, there's, there's something bright back there. Uh, guys, I think there's a dragon in that room. Like, I think I just saw glowing dragon eyes. That, ma- that makes sense. Do you keep running sense. while this is happening? Yeah, I think we're, like, think so. scream conversationing. It wasn't It wasn't a five-headed dragon, so not the one we're after this time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, quippy. You continue to run, and as you clear the hallway, lightning comes down the hallway and strikes the remaining cultists that you ran past. I scream, holy shit, and I run more. (laughs) 
looking back as that happens, you see a ball of flame ignite the undead. So now some of the most of them have dropped, but some of them are on fire, and they turn to face where the flames came from, and another one lights them up. Um. Well, on the plus side, we are down some enemies. On the downside, we might, you know. Do you think that's someone helping us, or do you think it's just a happy coincidence? I think we shouldn't ask any questions. Let's keep going. Agreed. I mean, they're helping us right now, so I'm into it, but, like, let's go try and stop the ritual if we can get there. And Sounds if good. somebody got our back, dope. You know how Nular always says dope? Dope. Yeah, always. The hallway begins to snake around a corner, and, and you have two cultists ahead of you trying to run away from you. You turn and look back, and you see the scales of a brass dragon continue past the hallway, chasing down more of the cultists that were coming down towards you. Ooh, brass dragons are our friends. That is dope. <laughs> uh, so you are currently in pursuit of two cult members who are continuing to run away from you. Hey, we're all running in the up. same direction. <laughs> yeah, everybody make a... Dexterity check. Say 20. It's a 19. <laughs> it's a 10. <laughs> Thea and Flint, you managed to uh, close ground on the two cultists who turn and see you um, and see that you don't have an undead army behind you anymore and turn to fight you. And they call out, Hope you got all those undead armies behind you, because it's going to be a real rough. That doesn't even make sense. Roll for initiative, is what the DM <laughs> says, and not the person. Eleven. If I, now Eight. I stumble up wheezing at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, you, there you, you were there, but they kind of zipped ahead of you. <laughs> you got a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just, I need like two minutes. Cramp. Oh. Cramp. Uh, 22. 14. We're going to call one of them Dirk and Flounder. Oh, I feel like Flounder's going down first, and I don't know why. You you don't know that. Flounder might have all the fights. That's not how you say that. That doesn't even mean anything. Nulara, you're up first. Uh, great. Um... They, are they both just uh, human dudes? They both appear to just be human dudes. Both also look as if they are... They, they're both brandishing uh, short swords, but both appear to be reaching into a satchel as well as they turn to face you. Fucking satchels and their dumb magic <laughs> ingredients. Um, okay, uh, I guess I will just attack the one that is closest to me with Dragon Slayer. We're going to say that's Dirk. Okay. So that is a 15. 15? 15 does not hit. Son of a bitch. Let me try hey, again. Don't we stupid 15 humans. doesn't work now. How That's about true. 20? Um, not, 20? Not a crit. Yeah, 20 will hit. Great. I think 20 uh, hits most things. Yeah, it'd have to, I'd be scared if it didn't. <laughs> I mean, more scared? 20 damage. So you run and... I assume take like a flying jump past your friends and strike into uh, the first cultist who is uh, otherwise known as Dirk to our he has a name tag mm-hmm. so I'm new here Dirk. there's so many new people right yeah. like yeah, with the same thing they all look the same yeah. with their robes yeah, and their they gotta have yeah. something something yeah, that, that separates makes sense. them yeah. cool then Donnie is gonna try and uh Recharges. Oh, and he does. He rolled a five, so he's recharged his fire breath. So if I can okay. try and get both of them, that'd be great. If not, just just the one is fine. Also, yeah, the fifteen foot. Uh, yeah, like you're the. So he's kind of coming in behind. Like, so like beside me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Okay. Dex save. Dex save. Yep. Nine and a twelve. Okay, well, those are both going to fail. I only have out three D10s for some reason, because I'm a bing bong. Classic bing bong bing move. Bong. <laughs> uh, that's 18 fire damage. 
so Dirk is first in that line, and his clothes alight as he kind of tries to shield himself. Flounder kind of looks like he's... He, he doesn't look like he likes it, but he, he's looking like he's taking it okay. Okay. Is that all you've got? Rude. <laughs> then he will try and bite Flounder, like the one that was less affected. Sure. Okay. That is a 21. Donnie, mm-hmm. step it up. You got it. And that is <sighs> 12 piercing damage. As he's like, bring it! He brings it. And <laughs> Donnie decides to, in fact, bring it. He, he takes him at his word, and he takes uh, a big, big old chomp out of that attack. It is Dirk's turn. Dirk pulls out of his bag a glowing green orb. He begins to throw it at you. 17. At me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, You are struck by this orb, and it explodes at you. 27 poison damage. (gasps) Son of a bitch. Rude. Thank God I have this armor on, because otherwise I would have been dead like three fights ago. (laughs) Flint, you are up next. Flounder within reach. Uh, flounder, yeah, he would be within range of you, yeah. I'll go kick his ass for a while. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming my moist tongue longsword is still moist? Yeah, yeah, it's still moist. Uh, that's a 27. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that hits. 23 damage. And it's all wet. And, uh, he takes a big ol' slut. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. A big what? Uh, a big old sloppy hit from your moist tongues. Okay. Longsword. Yep. I thought yep. you were. Go- I. Yep. All right. We're just gonna move along. <laughs> Second attack. <laughs> Can't wait till I get to this these episodes and have to do the sound effects for these ones. Uh, that is a nineteen that time. Still hits. Yeah. Twenty four damage that time. Yeah, he screams out in pain. As you strike into him again, and he's like, why am I wet? Good question, asshole. Third attack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a 24. 19 damage that time. And how's he he looking, Russell? He's looking confused um, as to why this weapon has made him this way. Uh, Both uh, quite seriously injured and moist. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm going to action surge and hit him one more time. Okay. You're giving him a real licking. Uh, it's a nat 20. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, uh, give it to him. So we're just going to double everything. Hang on here. All right, oh, 16, God. 22, give it to 26. him. We're doubling things. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Flint can go more than once. Thank you very much. If you're stabbing him twice, is it double penetration? Is that... I mean, he's, I would have to assume he stabbed so. him. <laughs> he stabbed him four times at this point. So yep. no, yeah. but this is like double damage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so the I first one, I think I said twenty six. I already lost track of it for the first one. Uh, second one is seventeen, twenty two, twenty three. So all said and done, forty nine points of damage. Holy Tell shit. me how you decimate Flounder. Yeah. After seeing the initial confusion on his face as to why he was wet all of a sudden, I used that slight opening to absolutely just run him through. Like, just from tip to hilt, all the way to the balls. <laughs> oh, no. I would assume this sword has balls, because thank you, Ty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely. He, 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 for, he long ago forgot what he was trying to do in this, wondering why... In his in his in his eyes, you see the question why he stopped to turn to fight, and then you see the recollection as to it was Dirk who who started the fight. <laughs> looks over to his buddy and then dies. Et to Dirk. <laughs> Welcome to the middle of the episode. Thank you for joining us for episode 79 of Dungeons and Dragons. A time to run. 
Remember that one? It's very, like, a very biblical title. It's not usually a move that we do too often. I know. But we should maybe consider more. Uh, it's, It's a whole, you know, character growth thing, I think, is what we're going for in this episode. Perfect. Here's my time to shine. Okay, great. Just kidding. It's not my time to shine, but I forgot to tell you guys. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's not what I forgot to tell you. But I listened to a ton of podcasts. And the other day, my phone was like, nope. And everything was gone. No. And when I went, like, it just, like, this happens all the time with not the podcast app. Like, it just, like, disappears and then you have to reload it. So I did that and I went back and there was nothing in it. Like, no shows, nothing. Like, it was like I had just opened the podcast app for the first time. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, oh, oh God. So then it was like, we're going to rebuild your library. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that'd be great. Oh, yes, please. Thank you. So it loads, like six shows and like an episode of each. And I don't know about right. you guys, but I have like 30 podcasts that I have. Yep. Like, yep. even if I don't actively have downloaded episodes, I like yeah. will download one and then keep it on my shows so that I remember like, oh, I like this one. I'm going to download more when I have time. Yeah. So or you can pop in and like see who's on it. Yes, exactly. Um, so that was the worst because of oh course boy. there are like five shows that I for sure know that I listen to. And then I was like, I don't even know. I have a terrible memory. Like it's all gone. <laughs> I don't remember what I listened to. I don't remember what to do. I remember what to do, but this is your podcast within a podcast. Carla's phone does stupid shit. Yeah. Or like my podcast within a podcast. Carla sure likes podcasts. R.E. Podcasts. (laughs) I'm done. That was my story. And if you like podcasts, maybe you consider specifically our podcast, not just any podcast, but our podcast. Uh, Consider visiting patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where we have just revamped all of our goals. Did we do it or did you do it? I gave you guys some input in that I told you what I did. Yeah, that looks wonderful. You did a great bang up job, honey. Yep. Um, so the goal we're working towards now, we're going to be streaming a one shot where we play that Carly Rae Jepsen thing. Like oh, that, that looks sci-fi, so fun. What is it? It's, it's like, like um, boy it's problems a, it's or something. A, it's called boy problems. Mm-hmm. It's a it's like a, a heist themed adventure where she gets her songs stolen oh. and you, the adventures have to get them back. So we're going to do that when we hit our next goal. But also there's a goal after that where we're going to do a Flamekin's backstory episode. Because everybody's been asking for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so awesome. And then if you keep going up a little bit more, there's a goal where we're going to play an Austin Powers themed episode. <laughs> and how are we going to do that? Yeah. Well, we're going to make it all up. So that yep. will be yes. like total original content that <sighs> it, no one asked for. No, no one. No one asked for this. You but they're going to get the brainchild <laughs> of the four of us. It's going to be horrific, you guys. It's going to be so Help good. Let's get there. It's you know what? Be great. It, it doesn't matter how it might take us 10 years to get to that goal, but we're going to watch Austin Powers, all three of them once a week until then, I just to make sure it's in the fine print. That seems like a promise. I don't know if can keep. <laughs> Anyways, patreon.com slash dumb dragoncast. Lots of new great goals up there to give you more content. Lots of great stuff to get you extra bonus stuff for supporting us because thank you. And if you're unable to join us on Patreon, which sometimes that happens, and that's totally okay, we get it, um, but you still want to help out the show, we invite you to write a review and rating for us, uh, like some of these lovely people right here. This one is from Grawrock via Apple Podcasts from the U.S., and they say, love it! Okay, first and foremost, I came upon you guys by complete accident, but it was a happy accident like Bob Ross and his happy little treats. I listen to you guys at work all the time and just love each and every one of the characters and personalities you bring to the table. I have had to stop myself from trying to chime in and be like, oh, hey, guys, remember you have so-and-so? <laughs> Which w- would have probably been very Meet helpful. him on, like, an inner ear thing. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I'm at work and may look like a loony. Anywho, you guys are awesome, and I love hearing about the adventures of Flint, Thea, and Nulara. Keep it up, guys. Sincerely, Grawrock. And then in brackets, he says, that's my actual last name. That's a fun last name. Oh, okay. It is extremely difficult to say, you guys. 
Grarok. 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 If we're saying that wrong, please let us know. It's not even a word anymore. Let us know. We we mess up names all the time. We mess up names within our own show all all the time. This is true. Jumjins and Dragons. I have one from Podchaser. Lucky Bridget says five stars, a hilarious adventure that has me grinning from ear to ear every time I listen. That's so nice. Thanks very so sweet, much, Bridget. Uh, I also grabbed one from Podchaser, and this one's from David O'Steele. Uh, he gave us five stars, says great friendly group of companions adventuring their way on the table. Feel free to jump in and get lost in the story. Thanks, David O'Steele. God knows we are. Every time. Lost. So lost. Every time. So lost. Like Like every every episode is a maze. But thank you so much, everybody, for writing reviews. And if you write a review, we will read it right here. And thank you for being awesome, because that's what we do. Links for those couple things that we mentioned today will be in the description. I didn't mention a lot. Usually I say everything, but now it's just a couple things, including where you can find us on Discord. And the Reckless Play Guild Facebook group, where we've joined up with some amazing podcasts, The End of Time and Other Bothers, Dark Dice, and The Lucky Die. And this Friday, I interviewed him from The Lucky Die, and that interview, typey interview, is coming out to the Facebook group. So come join us over there and find out some great things about him and her podcast. Awesome. I've really enjoyed reading all of them so far. Yeah, I like the, like, switch em up style. We've interviewed all the DMs, and players are coming up next. So you get to find out about all of us. Uh, Final thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere used in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at Sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. And the next episode, it'll be out Wednesday, April 10th. So let's get back to this one and see if they're still running. I can't remember where we cut. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Sorry, you stabbed him with the sword balls deep? Is that- That's correct. Yeah. Oh my God. Somebody please fan art that. <laughs> Whose turn is it? I don't even know. Are you done? I haven't done yep, my yeah, turn I'm yet. Done. Do I get to go? Is there uh, anything left? Well, for me? it was Flounder's turn, but not anymore. Oh. Thea, you get to go. Oh, success. I'm going to see if I recharge my breath weapon. I do not. So I am going to bite at Dirk. Dirk. A 20. Good. Um, And as I run towards him, I say, take this, dork. Because... Oh, snap. Scathing. Yeah. Um, And he says back, I feel like I'm in in grade school all over again. This is why I joined the cult. So I could get away from these horrid names. Uh, 13. Piercing damage. Oh. And you have to succeed on a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. 14. Um, it is a 14, so. Dirk is not prone. He is pierced, but not prone. Question. Did I take guacamole out? Did and you, so though? I think you did. I think I may have. I think have. we just, did, you just forgot I think, yeah, on the we last just haven't one. Been... Coming around the corner, following in behind the brass dragon, <laughs> you hear... Insert owl noise here. And she swoops in and has a turn. <laughs> I I was wondering about that. I was I always asked. Actually, yeah, now, that, now that you mention it, I am 100% sure that you summoned guacamole. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of remember wondering, like, oh, in... hey, is there enough room for guacamole in these tunnels? And you're like, yeah, they're, the tunnels are like 25 feet by whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's how that conversation went. Yeah. So nobody has to go back and listen. It's exactly right? how it went. That's just how it happened. Uh, so she is going to attack with her talons. She got lost in the dark caves. She did, and she's still a little bit confused. That's only a nine. She swoops in more spooks, Dirk. Yeah. As it now becomes around him. Yeah. Feathers, people. Feathers everywhere. As Nulara's turn comes back. Oh. Great. Great. (laughs) Carla's like, Um, oh, I have to wake up now. It's been such a long time. It's a lot uh, that happened. It's just because there's only two bad guys. Well, and now only one bad guy. Usually there's a lot more enemies that get turns in between there. Uh, Okay. More sorting, I believe, is the verb. That is the Uh, one, yeah. (laughs) It's a 19. Yes. 15 damage. In his confusion, he doesn't see your sword coming. See? Guacamole helped. And lets out a cry. 
One more of those. That is a 16. 16 will hit. Okay. 22 damage. Uh, He's bleeding from underneath his robes. Puddles and... No, not puddles. Puddles is a bad way to describe blood. Pools. Pools of blood begin to form underneath him. Um, Nulara puts on her wellies and starts splashing around. <laughs> As he reaches drop, for drop, yet drop. another orb, but Donnie gets a turn before he does anything with it. Donnie will try to recharge, which he does. Yeah, Donnie. Fire weapon. You need to do a DC save. Nope. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> Okay. Guacamole really like knocked him off his game. Yeah, He's really like, nobody expects to see a giant bird come flying at you. So. Okay, yep. so this is some big math. It's oh, I like me. this. 15 plus 16 is 31. Damn, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe to me the scene as uh, Dirk goes up in flames. I think Donnie, like, pretty nonchalantly, like, shoots the flame, but then after he does it, he spins, and him and Guacamole, like, kind of, like, slap wings. Like, like talent. Like, like oh, slap wings. Yeah. Because mm, he's stoked. Like that, that, uh, of flame, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty stoked that his, uh, his be-winged friend is there with him again now. As he screams and drops to his knees, the orb falls to the ground and rolls towards you and the light goes out as the last dying breath of Dirk vacates his body. Nah, take that, Dork. You're standing in a corridor. You hear screams coming from down the hall from what sounds like a dragon devouring them. You have probably our dragon. So that's screams cool. to the left, me silence to the right. Here I am. <laughs> Before we do anything else, can I use my amulet of temporary health to give myself uh, twenty HP for today? Yes, yes, great. you can. <laughs> Good memory, Carla. <laughs> Any other potions you want to just down while you're at it? We've got randos here. We got rando Actually, potions. Yeah. Can I take a healing surge while we have a sec? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's not a bad idea. I have a... Um, someone's got Andre's Go Juice. I have that, and I have Bee's Knees. You have Bee's Knees, so that means you've got glass jelly. Yeah, I also just have a health potion, which is probably... Oh, well, yeah, that's... yeah, potion of healing. Donnie's like, you know, remember those days when we used to, uh, like, uh, you know, loot bodies? You want to? You want I don't have hands, Donnie. I will loot Flounder's body. On his body, you find three more orbs. All dark. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's kind of canonically how I how I just just did it. <laughs> just right now, these are useless. Why did you even loot this body? <laughs> but you also find uh, two other potions. Two other potions. Are they labeled? What do they look like? Red glimmering liquids. Oh. Red Fun. glimmering. Uh, like my life essence potion? Is it similar to the life essence potion? It is similar. Ooh, yes. I don't like that. No. I don't it, like it, the way you said similar. It's, it's, very, it's very much the same. Very I, I, I'm <laughs> like, someone should take these. I don't have hands. Uh, See, so yeah, I'll give both of them to, uh, to new Lara. I'm busy taking my own potion right now. That's why I'm not uh, looting with you guys. Should I move the other body too while I'm there? What I'm. I have available hands. What's left of it? Isn't it pretty charred? Uh, He is pretty charred, but his bag was to the side. How fortuitous! I go and I nudge my nose at his bag and and pick it up with my teeth and kind of gently empty the contents. Uh, There is one more orb, also not lit. Um, Two other potions, also a red glimmering liquid, and a sketch of. What looks to be the remains of, uh, or was the uh, living Dirk and his buddy Flounder. Oh, <laughs> They stopped by the boardwalk before they came to the big fight. It Are is they both car- on skateboards? It maybe? is caricature-esque. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Lovely. I'm feeling much better after that fight. Well, not after that fight. After all that healing I just did. Perfect. I see someone come and take these ones as well. The these ones here. I'm nudging and rolling them. Oh, God. I'll grab them all like a big old hoarder. You can I throw them it. at us when we need. 
So you have the direction in which you came, which you hear dragons and screaming yep. and stuff, or the direction in which you run in, which you make, can make a perception check to see if you hear anything new. Sure, why not? I would also like to perceive I have keen hearing. 14. I just rolled a 10. Does keen hearing give me an advantage? Sure. Okay. You're actively hearing. Uh, 17 is my perception. 26. The rumbles of the dracorn are the only thing you hear echoing down the chamber of which you are walking. I want to keep going towards where I know the uh, direction is towards the chamber, like based on what that dude The told direction. uh, Steppen's knowledge. Steppen. There it is. You begin uh, walking down the chamber. I think we're probably like trotting. We're at a jog. Things are time is of the essence here. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you are you are briskly walking with intent and purpose, and you get to a T intersection. So you left or right? What would Britney Spears do? <laughs> She'd work, what, what? bitch. <laughs> She'd work, bitch. <laughs> Oh, God. She's at a, at a crossroads. <laughs> oh, so you could ask Britney Spears, what would Tom Hanks do in Castaway? Oh, God. Um, Both at a physical and a metaphorical crossroads. What a hilarious ending. I'm listening with my keen hearing, and uh, it's an 18. Uh, or, no, sorry, uh, 17. Amid the dull drone of the dracorn, you hear echoes of battle. Both ways. Cool. Flip for it. <laughs> I need Mooney. I can't remember. I, I just added I need Mooney Mitzi. There was no Mitzi. Mitzi. I need Miney Meeny Mo. I can't remember. Anyway. Nobody cared to write it down, so. It was so good when it happened. It was really good. It was so organic. It just came so naturally. I think we just want to keep heading, like, deeper towards the center of the compound. That would be a southern direction. Okay, let's go south. Okay. So that is a right turn. Okay, then a right. It's all right. You're going south. And you carry on a ways, and it appears to get darker. Um, You keep going, you don't hear any distinct voices coming from the direction ahead of you, and you see at the end kind of splintered light coming in at the end of the tunnel. You keep going, and uh, you see that there's a way to crawl through some rubble of what looks like perhaps a cave-in. Does it look like there, it's a lot of hassle to crawl through, or can we shimmy through pretty easily? Can I'm, us giant creatures fit through? There's my question. You giant creatures? I'm a giant winter wolf, and I have a giant owl. <laughs> we are large, and yeah. Donnie is large Donnie's as well. Donnie's pretty big, too. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, Yes, you all can probably fit through. There will need to be some some maneuvering of boulders. It might take a little time, but I mean, you you don't know what's necessarily on the other side. But we know this is the way to get closer to the center of. This is of the two directions that you just had. Yes. Well, this has like some light coming into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're underground, so if there's light coming through, there obviously is, like, some kind of chamber on the other side of this for light to be coming through, right? Makes sense. Uh, So I don't think there's electricity down here. Only candles and torches. That's really what the cult's been trying to do, is invent electricity. (laughs) to wire the whole place. They've got a big Tesla coil on the other side. (laughs) I just think, like... If someone took the time to have torches lit on the other side of this, it means there's something going on over there. Well, like, I mean, like, magic can also be a source of light. But also, there. like, a giant fire pit that they're going to use to sacrifice people and thusly maybe bring forth a oh. dragon. Let's dig. Okay. Let's move some boulders around. Everybody give me a strength check as more of a basis for how long it takes. It is a 17. 11. Seven. A lot of the path is clear. 
Um, it takes you a little while to clear some of the heavier boulders to allow for the giant creatures to pass. Nulara and Flint, you would be able to pass through quite unhindered. Um, Thea, you and your winter reform could probably clear through pretty quickly. But Guacamole and Donnie might have a little trouble. So you take some time just to make sure that nothing collapses back in on any of you. Who's leading the pack here? I am. Flint, as you and one other person... Probably me. I'm like the next smallest person, right? Okay. Flint, as you and Nulara move the last boulder, um, you realize that the light source is coming from a monstrous building of sorts. A light shooting up into the sky. And you find yourself in a wrecked pit inside the caldera of the Well of the Dragon. Amid the wreckage and the rubble that you see before you, you see fragmented bones now that your eyes begin to adjust. And you look up and you see this mind-numbing structure all of you begin to exit out into this. You see dragons soaring overhead. And it looks like it is tangled with bones and rock and is blasted up out of the volcano itself. The stone and bones look like they've been imbued with the dark magic of the Nine Hells and what you can presume as the Temple of Tiamat, with all of its chaotic angles jutting out. Within that snarl of cornices and soaring angulation, you make out five asymmetric towers topped by twisted steeples. Screams and roars come from over the edges as another blare of the Dracorn sounds. And you are looking at the Temple of Tiamat. Some of the music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. Sound effects can be found at boomlibrary.com and at sirenscape.com. Is everybody, we already did a little half recap there, but everybody's comfortable in their knowledge of what's happening at present around them. I think so. Yeah. Murder, death, and chaos. Yep. Got it. Yeah. As just good summary. It's yep. just a Tuesday. Right. Um, you <laughs> like start running. So, um, Nulara, you'll have to disengage. Not that it really matters because you're. Yeah. Impervious, yeah. Impervious like amazing. To, uh, Donnie hey, would have you to. You literally took half my HP with the one magic user, so yeah. don't act like I haven't gotten hurt. <laughs> I'm like half you dead. You hurt her many ways, <laughs> partially emotionally. I didn't take half your HP. Well, I took twenty well, of it, and then the others yes. you can get back at some point. Yes, yes, fair, fair, fair. Because we want to keep going in the direction where Buddy told us. Yeah, where the sacrifice the room sacrifice was. The sacrifice room was, right? That is an idea. Yep. Okay. Uh, you. Are we running in the right direction? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I That's only have I'm the map in front out. of me. <laughs> I know as much as you guys. Okay. I always feel like whenever we have to stop, Russ gets like bad ideas as to what to do to us. <laughs> It gives me an extra second to think, which is maybe good. See, that's what I was talking about. They both appear. They they both appear to just be human dudes. I like the Italian. <laughs> they are both just to be human dudes. Um, nothing good ever comes of a glowing green orb. Never. No, no, it doesn't. So is every fight I have to do it? Uh, no, sorry, it still is, because you had said moist yeah. uh, previously, but you hadn't said it again, so no. Yeah, yeah, it's still moist. What I'm saying is you haven't turned it off, is what I'm okay, saying. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Th- so that's what I was wondering. Moist. His sword's always turned on. It's always turned on. Always. Until always. he turns it off. 
till he takes a real hard look at himself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, because nothing's more of a sword boner killer. I no, I'll just wait to do that. That's a good. Wait till idea. he throws the thing. Okay. <laughs> I want to delay my turn until he has his action. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. The rumbles of the dracorn are the only thing that catch your hearer, heard, hears, hears. Ha! Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon, and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. <laughs> you hit like a philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D purposes? Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-